Well, the Sharks began an eight-game homestand. It looked good for the first 45 seconds. And then, yeah. We'll talk about that and more as we begin another Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Monday night, February 22nd, 2021. The Sharks end up on the wrong side of a 6-2 final to the Minnesota Wild. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single game. If you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. And of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course our Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Good evening, everyone. Puck Guy here alongside Mr. Al Martinet. Hey, dude. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, like like I said, the the first minute of this game was quite nice. Uh, and even, even, you know, even the few bits and pieces or my, my notes are gone now. That's terrific. Uh, even the few <laughs> bits and pieces, well, you know, something's got to happen, of course, uh, just fall apart here. Uh, what, did, what did you think of that first period early on when, uh, you know, freaking Burnsy with, with another highlight goal? Uh, of the year, you know. Uh, I mean, I thought Burns set the table right. Um, um, he had a really great goal starting off with the first first thirty seconds. Uh, I think you need to reset whatever you're going on with your video settings. Um, but um, you know, Burns has been one of the leaders since Ek has been injured for the past three games. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we like to see more of Burns do is uh, kind of slip out and become more of a forward. And we always joke about him Burns to forward, but this was legitimately one of the good ways of utilizing Burns' strength. Yeah, and, and beautiful flip up of the puck over the defender's stick. Oh, hi, Dougie. Uh, <laughs> goes over and then, you know, Beats Kakinen and man, uh, looked all was going well. Beginning of an eight-game homestand, Sharks up one nothing. Things looked really good, and then two goals in eleven seconds. <laughs> Zuccarello gets on the board, you know, at seven forty-nine, and then Kaprizov at eight minutes. Kaprizov, I mean, what can you say about this kid? This kid is to me. At least from the west, the the front runner for the Calder. Al. Al. Al, are you there? Uh, Al, you there, bud? Uh oh. I think I might have AOL'd. Yeah, 
I think you AOL'd for a moment, but uh, what do you, uh, I was just talking about the two goals in 11 seconds, uh, but Kaprizov with his fourth to give the uh, Wild a 2-1 lead. Uh, honestly, I think this guy is the front runner for the Calder, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely been um, one of the leaders for the Wild. Um, I didn't really see the Wild doing much this season, um, and the Wild are probably going to, or want, you know, they probably are most likely to sneak into the wild card, um, and it's all because of him. Um, he's helped solidify their, you know, that teams in terms of just their lineups, and they've made them more dynamic. Yeah, and just that little guy, and it took them five years to get him to join join the squad, which is unprecedented and patience that you can afford, even though Minnesota has struggled for years offensively you know so that made it 2-1 uh you know there was a slashing penalty but the powerless play you know strikes again uh, on this one and really i i don't even think they even got into the zone especially the first unit so um and then the fight you know late in the period felingo and kinesiov that kind of started off at with a face-off that uh, Kinejov didn't like things, and then Felino was like, really, you want to go? You want to go? And they went, and my goodness, you know, two rights by Felino, and... Uh, it was practically over afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you could tell there was even blood coming off of the visor and stuff, and Felino even said, hey, hey, he's bleeding, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. And <laughs> on Kinejov's part, good for him for, you know, wanting to keep going, <laughs> no matter what. You know, so. I mean, good on Ferrara for jumping in, but um, probably not the right weight class to essentially jump into because um, he could have seriously um, injured himself. And I know that we're already kind of yeah. uh, injured on defensive linemen right now, our defensemen right now. But, um, you know, he's just trying to spark something right now, and the Sharks are not really doing so well. No, it was, a, it was trying to be a spark, and, and it was worse. I mean, honestly, I think it was worse than, uh, you know, it was kind of like, oh, gosh, it's a letdown again. It's like, guys, let's go. The, 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 you got to have some fire yep. in the belly, you know? Seven times in the month of February we scored first, but I think we've only had three held leagues. Yeah, and, and we've we've talked numerous times uh, throughout the season about their about how their inability of can, holding leads uh, yeah they eventually come back and win or they just fall apart or they lose it in overtime you know thankfully they're pretty good in the shoot I think they've only lost one in the shootout all season but uh you know something's got to give something's got to give because the momentum from the fight in those two quick goals in 11 seconds, Honestly, it shouldn't have mattered that much going into the second period, but uh, the Sharks let it, you know. And then the first minute, Couture takes in a little iffy of a, of a slashing penalty. Thankfully, Minnesota didn't do anything. But then you give up a goal to Ian Cole, who I don't think had scored since January of last year, uh, which, which was kind of like... That to me was kind of like the backbreaker because then Minnesota took over the second period. 
You know, I didn't really mind that. He was, what, 3-1 at the time. You could still theoretically come back. Right. Um, But the goal afterwards, um, the deflection that Jones just didn't oh. really see, um, that was essentially the backbreaker. Yeah, uh, and that was from uh, Foligno completing his Gordie Howe hat trick uh, on that one. Uh, you know, Hartman Parise with it. You know, Jones comes out. And he looked dejected and frustrated for sure as that puck went off of uh, Malosh's stick and in kind of like a slow-mo knuckle puck that Jones didn't have anything to to go after. So Dumnik comes in. Things looked, you know, not too, not too bad. You know, he was making some timely saves to keep them in it. And then, of course, Couture gets his 10th of the season. Uh, apparently he leads all Honda West division leaders in goals uh, with 10 Kane and LeBanc on a play that started behind the net, banking a puck off the back of the net fed to Couture. He puts a, you know, pass Kakadin to, you know, make it a, a four, two game. And you're thinking maybe something is going to happen. And it did with uh, Nikolai Kanijov taking a double minor for high sticking. And you you go, you know, despite that, I thought they had some momentum building up in there. And then they give up the goal late on the power play from Brodeen. And, mm-hmm. you know, that just that little glimpse, Al, that little glimpse of momentum. And it just went away really quick. You know, I, Evander's been playing pretty well uh, the last three or four games. Kachur's been playing pretty well the last three or four games. I do want to try to highlight that they've been playing decently. Um, five out of the last eight points um, in terms of what they've, you know, in terms of progression, that's pretty good. Um, but still, like the overall eff- effort, um, you have to figure that St. Louis is going to be a playoff team. Minnesota, I've said before, is probably going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Um and they just haven't played well. And they've these all have been kind of stinker efforts against playoff teams. Yeah. And, and in an eight-game homestand and in a stretch where you need to get points if you're going to attempt to make a run at the playoffs. Uh, with this loss now, you, you know, you, you now sit back about three points out. Uh, we'll, we can check the standings in a little while if we really want to. But, um, you know, but, but that was it. You know, Brodeen was kind of like the nail was already in, but then it was just completely shut yeah. down there. So, yeah, as I've said before, like the Sharks have lost three games in January where they scored first, but lost. Now in the month of February, they've lost four games where they scored first and lost. That's seven points. And I would have to look at the standings, but I believe they're about six or seven points at first yeah uh we'll we'll take a look at that in a sec um but third period nothing really to report there except for bob boogner went full patrick wah pulling the goalie with five minutes to go uh then you know that that ends up the the best way possible with three minutes to go hey kudos to them stopping the uh, a goal happening you know with uh Three minutes to go after you pulled the goalie with five, <laughs> but Victor Rask 
beats uh, Brent Burns to seal it to make it 6-2 on the night. Uh, I, Sharks really couldn't get much sustained sustain pressure in the Minnesota zone. Uh, and, and consider that they had they, they show nine shots on goal in the third period. It didn't look like it. I mean, there didn't really look like there was much of a a gut punch in there. And, and you know, looking in the chat early on, there were some people starting to, starting to wonder if if now Bob Bugner is the right man behind the guy. Now, mind you, you know, and one timer I saw I saw you mention this here <clears throat> is John Madden with the team yet, and and that's the other thing. They don't have their their assistant coach yet. That's supposed to run the defense and the penalty kill. Uh, he's still having yeah. he's still having issues trying to get uh, his work visa for crying out loud, it, which is unprecedented. That we're almost two months or we're well, we're a good month and and a week into the season. Uh, not sure how that is how that's even possible. You know. Uh, yeah, like the special teams have not been a strong suit all year. I think we're 25th or 26th on the penalty kill, which has just been unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, power play, we haven't scored in potentially, I think, maybe six, five, five weeks. And I think the last goal was against Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, it's been a, it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been bad. It, this is, usually, if even if the power play goes uh, you know, dead, you can usually rely on just the defense bailing you out. But um, structurally, this team is just not working. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I mean, there are a lot of people who will blame Eric Carlson on ice. There'll be some that blame him off ice because of the contract. Carlson yeah. didn't play tonight. Uh, this team isn't exactly you know fire burning i mean where where are you timo meyer uh tomas hurdle your your effort level was questioned so much that you were pulled off the power play uh later on this evening you know uh and some people are even questioning why are you line blending too much like michael here saying they change the lines too much that it makes some players loss for instance ryan donato he was playing well with Couture in the bank. Mm. That is true, but he hasn't scored a goal now in 10 games, except for sh- his fancy shootout goals. I, I'm not going to – look, we, we dealt with P- Pierre DeBoer's line blender, <laughs> and that seemed to work. I think it's more or less the talent on the forwards is just not there, and um, that is just more or less the issue. Um, we really only have one solid line, and that is – LeBanc, Kane, and Couture, there is no second line. And and the thing is, is that even they went dark for a while. And yeah. I mean, we were, I mean, how many times, Al, were we, we were praising, you know, Donato, we were praising John Leonard, uh, Dylan Gambrell for a number of times. And you need, you know, it's cliche. And Ted Ramey, if you're watching, forgive me for using this cliche, but your best players need to be your best players. Plain and simple, yeah. you know, and it's frustrated, you know, uh, and it's frustrating. You hear about Carlson, Ian saying, for instance, week to week, but maybe Saturday. It's like a groundhog runs their mer- 
medical staff did the groundhog see his shadow yes week to week you know and that that makes no sense you're going week to week but he might be available saturday against the blues just he's gonna be out till all-star break people we're back to this again so so next january because we have no all-star break no (laughs) i can't i guess i can't use that joke (laughs) yeah it's yeah, and Denver Doyle even wondering, isn't it pathetic? No one protected Kinejov after that fight. I mean, if he's going to go, he's going to go. Nobody's going to jump in front of him. I don't know. You know, uh, continuing on with some of your some of your comments here. The Sharks can hang with teams like Vegas and St. Louis, but can't beat the Wild. That's from Anaheim Mike. Mm, I don't know about Vegas, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, you know, fanatical teal breeder. I miss Owen Nolan. Kills me. Power forwards are a dying breed. Well, you know what? The thing is, is that Meyer and even for the most part, Ertl were guys that were supposed to be that power forward. Not necessarily with the drop in the gloves or such, but, you know. And Denver Doyle, you're saying it right. Meyer, Kane, and Hurdle are power forwards. They're just not consistent. And there's still a thing in the league. Um, Calgary has a bunch. Um, even like McDavid can be at sometimes a power forward, but that guy is athletic as hell. But um, yeah, yep. there's still a thing. Just Meyer's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got comments coming from the locker room now from Bob Booner. Obviously, our start was good. We had momentum shifts. Give their goalie credit. He made some saves, and we couldn't find the goal we needed. Uh, he, mm, yeah. <laughs> we didn't give them a lot of five-on-five five chances, but it seemed like every chance they had, they buried it. Yeah, and the bounces literally went their way <laughs> tonight. Along with uh, we had plenty of chances to get back in this game, but we couldn't seem to find the one we needed. And that's and that's the problem, you know. You need to Yeah, but they've been saying that for the past five games. It, like they've lost the shots, they lost the face offs four times for the last four games. Like, you know, uh, there's a big trend developing here. So, you know, it's more or less just the team the forward depth is becoming more of an issue. Yeah. Uh continuing on with it. With the uh, chatter here uh, from Deuces Shoeless, Donato's always been a top six caliber guy. Consistency is his issue, which bothers me because he hasn't been inconsistent at all this season from what I've seen, and he's not getting enough chances. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. I mean, you, you try to look for like the, the bright spots on all of these and it's just just not happening you know you know <laughs> ferraro is a beast but probably possibly the, the one of the unluckiest guys ever in these last few weeks yeah i mean it's been tough it's been tough you know and you gotta wonder what's going on you know you know and and, and just the the luck or the pdo i think is what what uh, i think Drew Weber has said a number of times when I've listened to him, you know, you, you create yeah. your own luck and it seems like these guys are just not given 
it's almost like a questionable of not giving a damn. And uh, if that starts getting into the system, then then you're you're running out. You're you're getting really concerned here. So uh, again, I think there's enough leadership there where like they've they've uh, lost. They've had five. They've gotten five of the last eight points. It's just when they've played playoff caliber teams, they've just dropped the ball against them. Um, goaltending. I thought was was probably the most consistent theme this year. You know, this is probably Jones's worst game all, all season. And when you relied on him, to, when you needed to make a big save, he just hasn't done it. Right. Um, some of it, yeah, like the deflections and maybe the, the Ian Cole's goal. That that yeah, that's probably should, when he probably should have been pulled. But um, everything else, like. Like he needed to make a big save, and that just didn't happen. Yeah, and, and those little saves, you know, the deflections on Sop, it doesn't help things either, for sure. Uh, we'll get to the wraparound in a little bit. We're seeing fifty-two of you here, so appreciate you joining us. To get a wraparound, we're going to be asking for twenty-five likes and a donation. So if you want to make a donation to help support the show and the podcast, uh, hit us up on Venmo at Teal Town USA. We appreciate each and every one of your support. And, of course, all the money that goes into that, even a Super Chat donation here on the Google, will go back to help the sh- uh, help out the show and such. Yeah. Uh, continuing on with some of the comments coming in from the locker room, uh, Couture saying, we didn't play to our system. We didn't play tight enough defensively. It's tough to have a leave and give up two bang, bang. The power play has to be better. Yeah. And mm, yes. <laughs> And coming into tonight, they were two for eight in their last five games. They only got eight chances on the power play. And, and yes, they got two, which is good. 25% not bad. It's better. But then you take an 0 for 3 tonight on the power play, and it just, you know, it yeah. almost like a tennis game because you see them go in a zone, and then they go right back. And they try again, and they go right back. <sighs> You're looking for a little bit more creative freedom, but um, at the same time, you're trying to play to your strengths. And even this is a bigger issue when you have EK and Burns. Uh, maybe it frees you up a little bit just to have Burns on the D line. So you have to rely on, you know, maybe you pass to Kane and maybe you have him work it around the boards or something like that. Um, but that always seems to be the issue with having burns shoot from the point and that always burns us because the angel has kind of figured out how to defend against that. Um, you know, I do feel bad for Jones because the playbook, there is a huge playbook on Jones at this point and it's glove hand side and everyone's shooting it and he hasn't figured out how to stop that. So until he's figured that out, he's probably going to be bought out in the next two years, which is sucks because he's a good goaltender. And he can be, and that's the that's the most important thing is that if he's on his game, the Sharks are in good shape. If they can get some decent goal support, they're even in better shape, and that's not happening either. Uh, we saw it the other night in St. Louis for Dubnik, but no dice tonight for Jones and Dubnik on that one. Uh, Couture continues on to saying, we let the game get to us. We're not attacking it. It's a bad habit we have. 
you're literally nicknamed the Sharks. You should be attacking. I mean, that should be something that comes off. I mean, if you're not going to have a killer instinct, what the hell are you doing? You know? Yeah, and the bigger issue is that we're in we're in February, and it's getting to the crunch time part of it where they have to make a huge run. Um, you know, six points back. Um, playoff teams. I'm sure you're going to bring up the Saints soon, but um, you know, we kind of know who the top four teams are going to be pretty soon. And if the Sharks are going to make a push, it's going to be the next two weeks. Um, before the trade deadline and the trade deadline i believe is in early april yeah it's in early april uh right now you kind of have a three-way tie between third and fifth with los angeles at 19 uh colorado at 19 and so is arizona arizona had a big comeback tonight yeah i see jerk in the chat so hashtag my yotes minnesota's win they pull within one point of those three teams vying for spots three and four, the Sharks are at 16. Yeah. So, uh, Jerk making some comments as well. Donato would be fine if the Sharks had a better third line center than Marlowe. I, I love Marlowe, but him being shoehorned into the lineup for this record is fucked. Yeah. Well, they don't have to worry about. Uh-oh, I think I lost you again for a moment. Uh, we'll go to Landlark saying we need consistency from everyone. The problem isn't upstairs behind the bench or on the ice. It's from all of them. And this year should be just be treated as an experimental year. And that's kind of what Rocket said on the technologist in the sense that it's kind of like a 56-game preseason for next season. And what do you, What do you think? I'm sorry, I cut back. I cut out halfway through your question. What was it? Oh, uh, what Landlark was saying is that we need consistency from everyone. The problem isn't upstairs, behind the bench, or on the ice. It's from all of them. This year should be treated as an experimental year. Um, I think you'll start to see that after the trade deadline. I think you're going to see a lot of, here's our best talent. Do you want any of these people? Um Similar to last year, um, it's probably not going to be as bad as last year where you're, you saw Dylan get traded, Marlowe get traded. Who else got traded? Was that it? Dylan, Marlowe, and Dylan, Marlo, Mark Goodrow. Goodrow. Yeah, those are the three. Uh, might be a little bit quiet just because of the how the salary cap was um, expected to grow, but didn't at all. But um, that's a totally different side topic. But my guess is that after April 12th, um, after the trade deadline, you'll probably see more people from Barracuda come up, um, more people that you would think never have a shot come up, and just see what they have. Uh, mentioning Nolan uh, creates a, from Amy, Nolan is no freezing. Oh, come on. That's right. Nolan is no freezing. <laughs> Uh, you know, Jerry F saying tonight, yeah. I was particularly upset at the third period until Boogie pulled the goalie with five minutes left. I believe we had just four shots in goal. Yeah. I, 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 I fell asleep in the third. Yeah. To be frank. <laughs> Chris kind of, you know, 
going the opposite of what I said about making your own luck. You don't create your own luck. You put yourself in position to take advantage of the good luck and withstand the bad luck. Yeah, my, my internet's AOLing. Your internet's AOLing? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll stick with you. You are the... You are the curse of AOL you have given oh, to me for some reason. Shut the hell up. Don't <laughs> you dare. I did not do anything. I have not I resend your curse. I had I have not been to Salinas in years. So just take it easy on that, man. Um you know, uh Chris also going on if you pepper the goaltender all night you may get an unlucky bounce that nothing gets through, but more often than not you'll get a juicy rebound or a screen. Yep. And you got to put pucks on net. On yep. that. Uh, Ian saying the last two on Jones were awful. Yeah, and that's the tough, tough <laughs> jerk. You're on the verge of getting your wish. Cancel the wraparound. We're only at 18 likes. We need seven more in a donation, so we'll see on there. Um, Deuce is saying, I'm going to keep harping on Veal getting a chance. Our team has no spine and refuses to be a physical to be physical when that has worked in the past. Veal is a uh, psycho and let him run crazy on the fourth line where he belongs. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm willing to see what it looks like on ice, but um, in today's NHL, you need four scoring lines. Um, I don't know, you know how much of a scoring threat he is or how he can develop into a scoring threat, but um, you really do need four, four deep scoring lines uh, or at least four four lines that change the pace and would love to see it if, if, if he's one of those players. Yeah. Uh, jerk weighing in the problem with the power plays, LeBanc, hurdle and couture are all along the board on their non shooting side, meaning Burns is the only shot yeah. option and he's not going to hit the net every time. And, and he's never really been that, that net guy. He's always had somebody in front to deflect it. Yes. Paging Joe Pavelski, but you know, that's where they got to get out of their their thing here you know there's got to be some flow to it and everything that's what we were you know all frustrated about when joe thornton early on in his his tenure with the sharks it'd be rem around the boards and get the jumbo and he's gonna look for somebody and it's like they're waiting we all know what's coming come on you got to kind of change it up a little bit uh you know so yeah yeah i mean we can go into the Nautilus to talk all you want, but uh, we'll be here for another three hours. What? No, we won't. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, Minnesota got that one power play goal tonight. Uh, you know, faceoffs were pretty much even. Shots were pretty much even. Uh, kind of just looking at the time on ice here, you know, everybody was pretty practically, you know, even on the forward side. The defense. Uh, you know, Clayson got 14 minutes on the night. I mean, and then your big guys were your big guys uh, with the ice time. Uh, you know, and Dubnik played fairly respectable, 12 saves on 13 shots. You know, I would expect him getting the start on Thursday yeah. against the Golden Knights. That's probably more of a showcase game just to see if any teams are interested in a backup goalie, but... Uh, like I said before, it's going to be interesting to see how many trades are actually going to happen across the NHL just because of COVID protocols and um, and all that. Yeah. Uh, Trick saying Al is right. 
If you watch replays of Jones, his glove hand is regularly a second lane on the shot. He also seems to just lazily throw his glove towards the puck. No urgency yeah. or aggressiveness. You know, and April twelfth is the deadline there. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Steve Rector saying, considering we haven't won two games in a row this whole season, I'm not sure how much of a run we have. You know. Uh, Anthony Morris, seven weeks to the trade deadline, but you need Man, to get to... Yeah. There you are. <laughs> seven weeks to the trade deadline. I know. I know. I've been there many times, my friend. Uh, but you need to consider <sighs> any trade to the north will will mean teams won't get the players for a couple weeks. So, yeah. And, and that's the other thing is that there's the quarantine if you're going to... If you have to make a move with any of the Canadian teams for them to go, you know, so. Uh, yep. I'll, and Ian mentioning seriously, though, with the quarantine rules, I wonder if this trade in line is going to be all that interesting. Like 14 days is a lot of games a season. Yeah, it could be six, maybe seven, heck, possibly even eight if you're going to have to shoehorn games in. Uh, so, you know, uh Michael Zavorskis uh, asking what happened to Nason. Just hasn't been able to stay in the in the lineup. Oh, I mean, I don't even know if he's really in the doghouse as Denver Doyle puts it. No. You know, I'm sure he'll get some time, but probably after April 12. Yeah. Uh, oh, and thank you, Jerk VL, not Veal. I guess I'm still hungry or something. My apologies. Uh, Melnichuk could be our Bennington. Mm. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. As long as you don't have to play Gloria, but. <laughs> yes, Gloria. We'll just have to find another 80s song. And personally, I would pick Huey Lewis since he's a local guy, you know. Um <laughs> if things continue as they are, oh, Jerry F., thank you very much. If things continue as they are, we might be calling them Shik the Shakuda come April. You're on to something. I, I, I sense brand marketing there. <laughs> ideas there, Jerry F. Appreciate it. Uh, AJ checking in. Good to see you, bud. Thing is, even if the Sharks miss this playoffs for the second straight year, I bet Wilson's seat is still nice and comfy. Uh yeah, it depends on how how uh, how close he is with Hasso, uh, and and who would who would run who would run the uh, search for a new general manager if that was the case. It's his son, probably. And that's how I look at it. Is that you know he's kind of getting kind of getting groomed for it a little bit, but uh, I mean he just got elected into the Hall of Fame. It was. It did seem like there was a timetable for him to step away from hockey altogether. Did seem like the father was passing down the business to his son. So, but then there's then we keep yeah. hearing that the, the family's not interested in keeping the team. Uh, yeah. You know, once once he retires, you know, or, you know, uh, so. Uh, Jerk saying better does not mean good. Yeah, that's true. 
They're at seven, eight, and two, uh, with sixteen points. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> Sharks still you'd have be, a winning be, record without EK. <laughs> you, you'd be correct, and if you did the math, you'd be correct. Right. Uh, and, and I, I know Ian, Ian's been being very sarcastic about guys. It's because we haven't played enough games at home. Uh, and Jerk has responded, but Ian, we don't know what this team is yet. Only three home games. <laughs> uh, Does yeah. Bavelski suit up in teal for those home games? Is that was that in the contract? Yeah, I, I uh, that I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I know. Sad. Terrible. Look, it's like we did have a hard start to the season with that many road games. But this team did did play as Bazit did on the road against it, it just it really did and it set it up for a bad start. Um, and even at home, they are not <laughs> oh yep. boy i am aoling like crazy right you're aoling like crazy and, it, and we can't even blame a storm for it i don't know what the heck's going on uh yeah. tonight's wraparound is sponsored by jerry f however we have not hit the goal yet of 25 likes people so four more or else jerk will be uh will be very very happy but john john with the super chat donation thank you very much for that al what is Sharks record when scoring first in the first minute. For some reason, I think we've lost each game. You might be on to something, John. John, I, I think um, I don't. I think they haven't won much. For first first minute, I don't know. First period, yeah. um, I don't know that that either. But um, what is it? Sharks record first is. Wow, Chris. <laughs> just, yeah, no, Chris saying, what is the Sharks record when scoring first on a full moon in a month that ends in brewery in the year of our Carlson 2021? Might be good, actually. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes, this is <laughs> And jerk. If the Sharks got to play Tahoe, maybe they wouldn't have their, had their feelings hurt and they would have won. I, you know. And of course, Sharks I, have scored first ten times this season. Ten of out all, of what seventeen? Yeah. Yes. And and they have lost six of those leads. So they're they're four and six when they score first. Wow. What a start! Oh gosh, yeah. I didn't do mm. anything to Al. I didn't do anything to Al. So. Uh, I blame this on Spectrum. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, cheese. So we have reached the round. Uh, yes. Sorry, jerk. Uh, we have we have hit the mark. So, oh lordy, help us all. It's time for the NHL wrap around. Have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. Let's it's wrap around. Uh, let's get to this. The Panthers 
beat the Stars three to one. The Panthers twelve three and two. They are on such a great run there. That team has come together uh, with the former Sharks coaching candidate Joel Quenville. You know, uh, yikes! Uh, Blake Homo, the only goal scorer for Dallas on on this night. Uh, in the battle of the weather nickname teams, the Hurricanes lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning four to two. Stamkos gets his ninth. Victor Hedman, Palat, and Killorn get the goals there. But Jesper Fast get two goals in a losing cause. Uh, the Islanders beat up on Buffalo, who are still at 5-8-2. My God, when are they trading Taylor Hall? 3-2 to two the final there in in that one. Matt Martin even scored tonight. Jesus, really? That's There's a name you didn't expect on the scoring sheet. Uh, Calgary shuts out Toronto, which means Austin Matthews' goal-scoring streak ends. On this one, three nothing. The final for for uh, Calgary. They go to nine nine one on the campaign. Monahan, Kachuk, and Bennett the goal scorers as Riddich gets the shutout for the Flames. Uh, another surprising one uh, because both the Blues wore red. Uh, they get shut out by the Los Angeles Kings three to nothing. L.A. has now jumped into that fourth spot in the West as Jonathan Quick gets a shutout for the Kings. Uh, Vegas. In a rematch of their outdoor slush game, uh, beat the Colorado Nordiques three to nothing. Took with uh, two goals in that one. The Desert Dogs. Oh, excuse me. Desert Dogs were down three nothing to the Coyotes, and the Coyotes come back with goals from Dvorak twice, Brassard and Chikrin uh, to beat. The Anaheim Ducks four to three on in this one. The Coyotes are in the chase right now with nineteen points. The Ducks sit in the basement. Uh, oh, and yes, Deuces, thank you for reminding me. Buffalo scratch Jeff Skinner tonight. That's interesting. After like a second year of his eight year, like nine million per contract. So that gets you updated on all the scores in the NHL. I will say that in the and AJ, thanks for tweeting this out, bud. Uh, the Sharks are now two for seventeen on the power play in February. You mentioned in the chat, down uh, the Desert Dogs are down three nothing to. Coy- Did I say that? Did I say down three nothing to Coyotes? Ducks, Desert Dogs, Ducks, Desert Dogs. We'll fix it in in post for sure. Um, as for the Barracuda, I know they have a game, uh, coming up. In fact, I believe it's was, oh, it's coming up on the 25th. I thought they had one earlier than that, but they have a game on the 25th. That'll be at, uh, Solar for America Ice in San Jose. So that's your next game for the Barracuda taking on Bakersfield on that one. Yes. Uh, yeah, and AJ, you're right. Calder winning Jeff Skinner. Hashtag Couture was robbed. Yeah. So, uh, set us up for Thursday. Al, give us some good news as we get ready to play the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, It's at home? Question mark? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
you know, return up here to Boer. Um, should be an interesting matchup. Um, Devin Dudnich should be a net. Yeah. Um, so I think just going with low expectations because Vegas is obviously stacked. I, I'm, like, I'm just going to tell you, just going with low expectations. But um, I think if you're looking for a start or something, this is probably the game to do it because um, the Sharks obviously know Vegas top to bottom. They've had many good playoff rounds against them. Um, but this is probably the next week or two is going to either sink or, or keep the, sh- the season alive, essentially. No, no. And, and, and you need to show up for those big games. And if Vegas is a big game, uh, for sure. Uh, yesterday was the sixth anniversary of the, the outdoor game at Levi's. Uh, of course, the 41st anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Uh, it was tonight as the U.S. beats the Soviet Union in a classic game there. And Do you believe in miracles? That's what we should probably be saying on Thursday. And hey, you know what? For Thursday, you know what, folks? If there's anything to get excited about on Thursday. Oh, no. Keep the it's that God. we can actually rock these unis one more time. And hopefully we'll win a game in them. Ooh, look at that beauty. I was. Beauty. I mean, come on. Come I was on. really hoping there was more clothing underneath that jersey. Thank God I was right. <laughs> Shut up, Al. I can hear you. <laughs> oh. oh yes, Landlark. Yes. And last year, the Leafs lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for the. I mean, these last two days, what a memorable part, you know? Come on. Uh, so that will do it for us. I think, uh, I think we've already, I think I've already messed up on, on names during the wraparound enough that you're going to be like the, the desert dogs lost to the coyotes. Yeah, that's great. Way to go, Eric. Way to screw that one up. And apparently I gave my AOL connection to, to Al for some odd reason. So, uh, with that, Al, thank you. Appreciate it as always, bud. Your final thoughts and where the people can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Al Martin A. Um, yeah, um, final thoughts. This is a rough game. Uh, this is a point the Sharks should at least stack up nicely against, but, you know, this was uh, one of the worst performances Jones has done this season. And I think next game for Devin Dubnik, you can possibly see him taking the starter spot. And maybe even build up his trade value at the trade deadline. That might be interesting to see how that goes. Be on the lookout for that one on Thursday. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. I noticed that the live chat has completely stopped ever since I I took off the stadium jersey for the URET for the... uh, Heritage Shorty. So we'll be back with you Thursday following Sharks and Golden Knights. That is a 7.30 puck drop. Rocking the original threads made into the Adidas template. We'll call it that. <laughs> so in case you missed anything and you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, please. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. 
So that'll do it for us. See you Thursday following Sharks and Golden Knights. You have a great night and keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you Thursday.